Hi, I'm Ruthie, your host for the Defiant Business Podcast, your 10-minute Monday through Friday shot of business knowledge. Today, we've got our final episode with Jennifer McGinley, CEO of JLM Strategic Communications, and we're going to be talking about new media and DIYing your PR. Let's get started. Jen, one thing I've noticed in our conversations so far is that, you know, despite your 25 years of experience, or maybe I should say in addition to your 25 years of experience, you do not shy away from new media at all. And sometimes you see that with somebody who's like, oh, I've got 25 years of experience. They just become firmly entrenched in how they learned how to do something versus learning the new ways. So what I wanted to ask you is what's the hottest thing in PR right now? What are you incorporating that's new versus how you used to do things, you know, five or even 10 years ago? Thank you. And it is, you know, I I just went to the PRSA Maryland conference. It's our annual time where we spend an entire day together talking about what's out there and what's going on. And podcasting is hot. It's amazing. I forget. Oh, I wish I had the staff in front of me. I don't know if I have them. I think it's I don't even want to say how many new podcasts, maybe 600 to 6,000 new podcasts a day are popping up. And the value for podcasting is crazy because once your podcast goes out there, you're, you know, with the SEO and that's your expertise, not mine yet. Um, you know, the hits to a website are crazy and the opportunities. And again, it's completely blowing things out of, wa- out of the water in terms of credibility and awareness and connections and being on, you know, Instagram is being on LinkedIn and doing one-minute videos. So if you're a CEO of a company, do a one-minute video. And if you're a nonprofit, that CEO or a board member needs to do a one-minute video that's raw and authentic and listen. We've got a capital campaign coming up. We adore the people that have helped us along so far. But what we need this year is one, two, three. Think of a triangle, three bullet points. Any CEO can get their phone out. A little bit of prep ahead. I've had some amazing CEOs that need no help, but some that do. And it's a lot of confidence, I think, and courage to do these things. But, you know, podcasting, doing a quick video, getting yourself out there. And that's why I say it's traditional, you know, PR with an edge, because I need to stay relevant in my experience. I need to be open-minded so that I can help my clients um, in the best way possible and give them that increased um, awareness as much as I can. It's only fair. It's the appropriate thing to do. All right. I'd love it if you could share with us a little bit about some of your personal content projects that you're working on. Can Anything you want to share with us? Yeah, it is. And, and I've just done, I think I've done four or five videos already. I've got four or five more to come out and it's um, no courage required. I'm trying to find my the hash, proper hashtag so I can be yeah, courage optional, hashtag courage optional. Um, and this came about actually with my business coach. She had a retreat for, for two days. And on the second day, we did a roundtable mastermind. And um, Jody Gonzalez and two other colleagues um, had said, you know what, Jennifer, why aren't you doing more videos? And I'm like, oh, God, I tell my clients it's so easy. But for me, it's still awkward because PR people are behind the scenes. I love to push everybody out in the limelight and help them, whatever they need. Um, And I actually have an acting background, so I kind of need to put myself in a different space to be more um, confident as well. But um, these videos, my new goal is now that I've been an entrepreneur for a few years, what I've realized is 
people actually don't know the value and really the background of what public relations is. So I'm going to take them through what is public relations, what is its value, what is community outreach, what is media relations, internal communications versus external communications, crisis communications, um, you know, it, there's so much. In fact, I have a list of what PR people do. You know, it's content creation, it's corporate communications, crisis communications, executive communications, event planning, marketing, fundraising. You're dealing with different constituents. I mean, I've done fundraising and I've done PR for capital campaigns as well. So there's so much education that needs to be done that this is kind of the, um, the startup for me as far as educating the public on, on the, the value of public relations. I think um, public relations experts as a whole, we need to do our due diligence. And I think it will really help organizations, individuals, and businesses see it, understand it, and really respect the value. That's amazing. <laughs> All right, so our last question is another hypothetical. So I'm turning the tables now. If my business isn't big enough to partner with, you know, an esteemed PR professional or firm like yourself, um, are there actions I can take to prepare for the, you know, hopeful eventual possibility? Absolutely. There are so many people that I absolutely adore and value because they cannot afford a PR person and they said, you know, when I can afford you, I will come back, but until then I need to do it on my, my own. You know, I can, I can do one hour strategy calls to kind of brainstorm, which I've done for a lot of um, new startups, um, just to give them the kind of DIY, who, what, where, when, why of getting started. You know, my first, you know, advice is make sure your website is up to date, make sure you have videos, make sure you have a bio, um, like a digital press kit, so that if you're in a particular field, you can have a drop down with statistics. Um, make sure you have a, a headshot, a proper headshot. I've gone on, on so many websites where I don't actually know who the CEO or who the leadership is of that organization. And I, even some people that have been in business and are very successful, I still think, you know, you kind of want to know who's running the show. I think that really gives you um, increased credibility level of a beautiful headshot and a nice bio. Um, you know, you can do press if you've received any press in the past. Um, but, you know, moving forward, it is, it is telling a story. You need to have your, your mission, your values, your purpose, your why really written out. And business coaches can help you do that, but public relations consultants can as well. Um, and then you need to get perhaps a free account on helpareporter.com. It's run through Cision which is for PR experts and really um, media monitoring. And this is a great opportunity for you to be on deadline. These free emails come three times a day, um, usually between like 5 and 7 a.m., 8 o'clock, then between 2 and 3 in the afternoon, and then 7, 8 o'clock at night. And I'm pretty much always aware of everything, and I like to get everything within an hour or two. Um, because um, I just think there, it increases the chances of being chosen as that expert for that media opportunity. But um, really being ready, but also getting out, getting out online digitally, but getting out in person. I know, Ruthie, you've done a lot of that too. Getting out in the public, meeting people, shaking hands, face-to-face -face interaction is all about building solid, authentic relationships 
and building your credibility as a business owner and an organization. And literally, you want to be top of mind. I can't say that enough. In fact, somebody, um, you know, tagged me as somebody that, you know, they should connect with online. I was the second name in that list, and I was so honored. But what it shows you is the more you're out there, the more people see your face, know your consistent communication content, and you're building a community. I always say clear, consistent content and communication builds a community, right? So the more you're out there and being consistent and being yourself and being you, people will start. It's that spider web that I always say. It's just these connections where you never know who you will meet and if you're DIYing. Everyone who supported you. And that's before, during, after. You want to use your content to support your goals at every stage. Just because the event is over doesn't mean that your content marketing for that event is over. And I see that a lot. That's typically where it falls off. Event recaps, those are great things to send and post as blog articles. Go ahead and try that out. If you have an event coming up, and you want to just sketch out kind of a rough content marketing strategy for your event, I'd love to check it out. You know, I can't like write your whole content strategy for you, but I'd love to check it out, maybe give you a few pointers. So you can find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, anywhere. You can leave me a voice message here on the podcast. Love to hear what you've got. All right. This has been a Defiant Business Podcast episode, and I look forward to seeing you next time. I basically told you what to do right there. But every podcast is different. So don't copy and paste, just like your proposals or your pitches. Don't copy and paste. Do your research. Find out what that podcast host wants for their audience, what that audience wants from the podcast host, and do your best to showcase that in your pitch. Be as interesting as possible, and you're way more likely to get a response. All right. That's been an episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. Hopefully, you will stop making this super huge mistake in your podcast pitches. I'll see you next time.